one of the things that this pandemic has done is really kind of break a boundary of something. And I think we're very good as people where we kind of put things in boxes and we create artificial boundaries. And I think every, every so often things happen that, that just kind of shatter that and expands the horizon. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 84 of Between You and Me, the podcast where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal and change us in evangelical culture. My name is Jess Morris. I'm an Australian journalist. Today, we are speaking to an upcoming worship collective that I can't wait for you to hear. They are called Crosscut Collective, and I'm speaking to their creator, Mev Forbes. Now, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at JesusWide.com, your number one source for Christian news, music reviews, and interviews. JesusWide is actually where I got my start as a journalist in Christian music, so go and head over and support them. Now, on to today's guest, Mev Forbes. You may never have heard of him before, but I think you'll be better for knowing him. Mev is based in the UK, and he's not a professional musician, but... He wanted to give independent artists and people without training a way to actually share their love and their worship with the world. What he's done is created this collective that actually works digitally uh, with different producers and artists and songwriters like himself over different continents to create a sound in worship that is on par with your Planet Shakers and your Hill songs of the world, but is actually a collaborative effort featuring vocalists that you may never have heard of before. It's a really, really cool initiative and one that celebrates story and songwriting. And that's something that I think really drew me to wanting to interview Mev was the fact that he believes that hearing stories and telling stories can transform people or what we'd say in Christian circles, testimony transforms people. Uh, And I love that this is actually giving a platform for independent artists. So they started releasing music last year and are on the way to releasing an upcoming album. Now I chatted with Mev in about November last year, right in the middle of the start of the second or third wave of the pandemic in the UK. Mev actually works as a healthcare worker and when he's not doing his music stuff. So he had some really compelling thoughts and reflections on that. I really valued hearing what he had to say there and how he balances that with his music. We talked quickly about the single The Earth Is Yours, which was dropped last year. But in the time since, they have released multiple singles, which you are going to be hearing through this episode. And their latest single, Disarm by Love, is a really fun track that I think you will enjoy. Now, a reminder for our friends who may never have listened to the podcast before. Welcome. Lovely to meet you. My name is Jess. Take a seat. You are going to hear a short bio, the who, what, when, where, why of Crosscut Collective. And then we're going to go straight into the interview and you're going to hear some great new music. Enjoy. For aspiring professional musicians, success is often measured by who you know. You could be the next John Mayer, but if you don't have the traction online and the video of your incredible riff doesn't come across the screen of a certain person from a certain label at a certain time, then you sort of stay in this place of limbo, where as a musician your shifts at Starbucks supplement your dreams to tour and your next EP release. Crosscut Collective, the musical collective founded by Mev Forbes, is designed to give Christian musicians in this place a leg up in the industry, giving them a platform to tell their stories and share their music with the world. Based in the UK, Mev Forbes is a songwriter and passionate worshipper. 
He has a desire to tell stories that are honest about his faith journey and struggles, and went on to release his first EP with a producer in London. But from there, his vision began to grow. What if there was a way for other independent artists like himself to also tell their story on Christian radio? Crosscut Collective was born, and soon Mev was working digitally across continents, connecting with like-minded musicians who wanted to create music and bring glory to God, all with the focus of inspiring listeners through story. And as part of their work, all profits from these songs go back towards the independent artists they work with. Revolutionary, right? Crosscut Collective's first EP, True North, dropped early last year and paved the way for a plethora of creativity through 2020. The single The Earth Is Yours featured Daniel Doss and pinpointed Crosscut Collective as a worship expression on the rise, creating tunes suitable for corporate worship and personal reflection, yet filled with poetic lyrics and theological soundness. The song You Are My God by Rachel Nemiroff followed, and in December, Crosscut gave us I Surrender with Stacey Tyler of Life Church Worship. Come 2021, and Mev shows no signs of stopping. Crosscut just released a single, Disarm by Love, an upbeat electronic fused praise song featuring upcoming artist Isaac Pittman. Now multiple songs into their repertoire, Mev and his team will release their next album in April. It's titled The Way. I spoke to Mev about the origins of Crosscut Collective, what it's like to live, travel and worship across country lines in the time of COVID, and why storytelling is so life-changing. My friends, meet the newest member of the Between You and Me family. This is Medvin Forbes of Crosscut Collective. For our podcast listeners who have only just heard of Crosscut Collective, yeah. can you please introduce yourself and tell us what it actually is and how you started it? Oh man, that's that's the that's the that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So um, Crosscut Collective. Uh, so my name is Methvin Forbes, um, Scottish um, by birth, and uh, hence the kind of accent. And um, I'm 46. I've, I've been a Christian since I was 12. I got saved um, during an evangelistic outreach program at my local school, and um, that was actually very music based, actually. And um, so even at the point that Christ captured me, um, he did it through music, really, where music was really the instrument of kind of preaching the gospel into my life. So music's always been a part of my life. Um, primarily, it's been my, my source of my prayer life. Um, so I've, I've written a lot of songs over the years. Um, but when I say write songs, they're actually prayers, but musical prayers. And, um, and so I think actually... Um, Middle of last year, towards the end of last year, um, I really felt God was beginning to push me towards doing something with some of the songs that I'd written originally. And um, so kind of worked with some people in the UK, um, got some songs pulled together. Um, and then through a great Google search, I actually stumbled across <laughs> Google as, you know, I'm a brilliant. journalist. It's my tool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I work in healthcare and I use Google all the time. You know, it's my, I find more out about health from Google than I do from what, the, what, what my healthcare commissioner tells me. Um, that's so funny. Um, but I actually stumbled across um, Wisdom Moon from Wisdom uh, Marketing with Wisdom. And, um, you know, and so began to develop a, a great relationship with these folks, actually, and, and just their energy and their insights and actually the challenge as well. And, um, so I, I did some work with them and, and a lot of discussions and 
And out of that really was um, the, born the concept of Crosscut Collective. Um, and uh, and that, so that kind of launched just after, uh, I think probably around about May, April, May time. Um, working in healthcare, I kind of, this year, I, I measured it in when the pandemic started, when it was up and running, when it was finishing. So just after the pandemic started, um, Crosscut Collective was born. And, and, and it's been a bit of a journey ever since then, you know, working with some phenomenal people, with Austin Cannon from, um, you know, is the producer on the songs that we're currently working up. And, uh, and what's been really great about that is, um, you know, wh where this kind of started last year was very much um, really kind of honoring God with what he has done in my life and, and that being manifested in my, um, you know, melodic prayer life and, 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 and just getting that kind of down in, in some format where maybe other, people's can, other people can identify with that. And, and thinking actually, you know, there's a lot of artists out there who, you know, music is also part of their walk with Jesus. And that, you know, it's not so much we want a platform or people want a platform, but actually it is a form of expression of our walk with God. You know, Jesus often talks about letting your light shine. Well, we let, we let our light shine by what we do, by what we say, by what how we behave and how we interact. And, and for people who are creative, it's going to manifest itself in ways of creativity for those that... Um, you know, or in other fields, it's going to be the same thing. And, and so really, it's, it's, it's been kind of like a journey, actually, where, you know, for me, it's an expression of my prayer life, but actually, it's, it's become a catalyst where, you know, there are lots of other people out there who have written phenomenal songs or just have a heart for music and the impact music can have in this culture and, you know, uh, contemporary culture and, and actually, you know, providing a platform for that as well. Um, so, I mean, we're obviously very embryonic in all of this, um, but, you know, that's kind of where we're at. And it's, it's uh, I mean, being a bit of an entrepreneur myself, I, I know the, the most exciting time is always <laughs> the, you know, the germinating of it. And you, you have no idea where it's going to go. You're just in a boat searching for what will soon be called the Americas. <laughs> and you take it as it comes. And, you know, it's, it's a bit like that, I guess. <laughs> struck me was when I was reading the excellent press re kit release about mm. this. Um, yeah. Awesome. I've worked with them too. Um, what, what really struck me was that you were all about working with musicians and finding creatives from, from all, all over the world at the moment, yeah. you've got people from the UK and from the US um, yeah. and really meshing it together in a really 
Yeah. Well, in a way, it doesn't, it doesn't sound disjointed. It just sounds like family yeah. Um, yeah. And, and creating and creating something beautiful from that. So yeah. how did the vision of actually, tell me if I'm using the wrong word, but like uniting the church, uniting yeah. creatives, how did that vision yeah. come about? Do you know, that is also such a good question. And I think, do you know, I think sometimes vision happens because sometimes vision happens as a preemptive thing. I have a vision and then we do. And sometimes I think vision happens through the actual walking of the journey. And, um, you know, and I guess what I mean by that, for example, you know, I run a number of healthcare medical centers in the UK. And if you, if you were to tell me that a year ago, that somehow we could manage different medical centers and tens of thousands of patient needs across different regions of the United Kingdom safely through the likes of Zoom and, you know, telehealth and all the rest of it, I would think, no, 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 no. It has to be face-to-face, on the ground, you know, Let's have a hug. No, we don't do that. But, but you know, that, <laughs> that, that sort of approach. Um, and, of course, a year on, actually, it's now the norm. You know, what the, one of the things that this pandemic has done is really kind of break a boundary of something. And, and I think we're very good as people where we kind of put things in boxes and we create artificial boundaries. And I think if it's every so often things happen that, that just kind of shatter that and expands the horizon. And I think... Um, with the work that we're doing with with um, Wisdom and with Austin and a lot of the singers that are actually based in America and of course I'm in the UK has really kind of been born from that experience actually where you know I remember the conversations I had with Austin the producer at the beginning of this year saying well let's try it you know what's the worst that could happen really what's the worst that could happen but actually you know let, let's see where this goes and what, what what's possible and Actually, it's been really amazing what, what is possible that, um, it, you know, whether it's the production side or whether it's even like the songwriting side where, you know, for example, you know, there's a song that, that got released a month ago where I kind of germinated it over the last couple of years of the life that I was, life that I was living. But what I was going through in my life is what I should say. And then kind of working with a great artist, Daniel Doss, who kind of looks at it and, and he puts his heart into it and what comes together. I've never met him in I've never met him in person or face to face, but I, I think what's been really amazing and what's been boundary shattering is the fact that we could unite around a concept and a vision or a shared experience of God or an insight and produce something. Um, you know, create a story, create um, a feeling about what God means to us and. and what God's place is on this earth, which is he owns the place, for example. And and I think that's a lot about pushing the boundaries. And, and you know, I, I, I actually just finished a study this year of reading the whole Bible in a chron- chronological wow. order. Yeah, it was my mission from April through to September. And it was a breathtaking experience. And, and what always, what, what really moved me time and time again, for example, was the was Apostle Paul, where, you know, we read the books and we see his connections with Ephesians and with the church in Corinthians and the church in Galatians and the church over there. And, and we read it as though it's pages, where his own experience is, well, if I'm going to go and see the church in Galatians, that's a trip. <laughs> you know, his mission lasted years. And other than when he was in those churches for periods of time, you know, the rest of his communication was by old-fashioned snail mail, writing a letter, giving it to someone, and they take it to him. And yet somehow 
with problems, obviously. Um, there was a there was a shared experience, a, 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 you know, a, a, an experience of church that that was just you're part of church. You know, it's not defined by artificial bricks and mortars or national geographies or boundaries or anything that we are Christians. We are brothers, brothers and sisters. You know, we're not just in this for the long haul. We're in this together for eternity. So let's get that started now. And, and that's really been the experience this year. You know, I can't wait to meet some of them face to face for the first time because it'll be amazing, you know. But it's also amazing what God can do when people haven't even met each other in the flesh physically and yet somehow God brings things together and there's an expression of of church life expression of Christian living that's shared and that then is expressed in art forms such as you know the song you know the earth is yours that um, you know co-wrote with Daniel Doss and Austin Cannon as well Are you a creator? Do you like creating fancy slideshows for church? Or maybe you're a videographer, a podcaster like me. Maybe you just love creating things and you need amazing stock music or videos to fill the needs. That is where Soundstripe comes in. The team at Soundstripe are world-class musicians who have hired world-class musicians to create stock music without all the loopholes of licensing. Simply subscribe and you can select what track you want and license it as many times as you want. It's a great way to support artists and create world-class content. We love our friends at Soundstripe. We have been partnered with them since the first episode of Between You and Me, and we are so grateful for their support. If you would like to use their content or check them out, go right now to soundstripe.com and use the code UMEPOD at checkout for 10% off. That is the code UMEPOD at the checkout, and you will get 10% off. You're welcome. Hey, it's me again. Big surprise, I know. But you know what I love? Nearly equally as much as good music. I love a good band tea. And I love a good nostalgic band tea, which is why I'm a big fan of the Between You and Me web store. If you head there right now, you will actually find that we have throwbacks to some of the most iconic Christian musicians and plenty of ammunition for the next catch up with the friends you survived Christian college with or who also survived being a PK with. Go check out our t-shirts, our hoodies, our masks, because that's a thing in 2020, and even our phone covers or notebooks. We would love you to take home a piece of Between You and Me and remember wherever you go that you belong here, that you are a part of a family of misfits, 
and worshippers and questioners and people who apparently like nostalgia. Go and check it out now at our website, betweenyouandmepod.com and hit the shop button. Does it help or, well, actually in this case, it's like you, you've created this through the pandemic. So mm-hmm. Cross Crop Collective is actually one of the beautiful things that was formed out of yeah. this is what we're living in. What can we create out of it? Um, yeah. So in that sense, it's all digital or remote. But has yeah. that, in your perspective, has that helped you to open up and expand your creative process? Or is that actually, has that been a challenge and you've had to like really push into like an uncomfortable area yeah. only because it's, it's, I know for all of us this year, doing things yeah. digitally, remotely, with people that we may or may not know on screen is, is yeah. very odd. So what was that like on your creative process? Um, what was that like in the creative process? Um, I, I think, to be honest with you, there's the letting go, actually. Um, I think it's all in the letting go, you know, that you've got a contribution to make, Um you know, and, and I, I learned this painful lesson in healthcare. You know, if I go back, for example, 10 years in healthcare um, and kind of doing what I was doing in leadership or whatever, and actually my frame of mind was kind of very, you know, like I was the center of gravity <laughs> and everything kind of gets sucked into your orbit and it's, it's, it's what you're doing. And, and, you know, you can run quickly, but you can't run far, I guess, is the cliche, isn't it? But it's actually true. And actually, you're realizing actually that that the real um, power of of the vision and what you can achieve and what you can do and what you can be released into doing and, and be trusted to do is when you kind of like almost like you diminish yourself you know, to the point being where you realize that you've got a contribution to make, but it's not the whole picture of what there is to create. And, and that, I think, takes um, a journey of letting go of pride and ego and think to yourself, why are you actually doing this? And, and it's whether it's music or whether it's healthcare, or whatever it is we do in our, in our lives. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's about positioning yourself. And I think it's about where you position yourself in your relationship with God, with Jesus, you know, that it's, you know, I've listened to an album by Planet Shakers. Um, they've just released an album and they're, they're, they're saying it's, they sing a song and the chorus is great. The bridge is great. It's, it's not about what I've been through. It's all about who you are. And, and that's exactly what it is. You know, it's all about who Jesus is. And, um, and actually where we get our value is in our identity in Christ, not by what we do. And so when we kind of break that human nature and crossover, as it were, then actually I think what's possible just expands exponentially. And so for me to be able to kind of come up with some, you know, songs, um, some of them more worked up than others and sending them over and, and just seeing what Austin and, and the team there do. And sometimes they're, they're like adjustments and sometimes they're full on song surgery, like let's get the A&E department and defib this. <laughs> And, you know, and you can take that one of two ways, can't you? You can take this thinking, hallelujah, you know, <laughs> this is so good. You know, this is this is absolutely what it's all about. Or you can think, man, you know, what was wrong with that? And you can take it from a very kind of hurtful, prideful way. And I think that's the difference. It's really about, you know, how you position yourself from an attitude point of view and actually what your motive behind it is doing. To be fair, I did actually have a little bit of a run-in with this sort of experience because, um, in the two years running up to the pandemic, 
um, I was part of um, Planet Shakers Church in Geneva, and, and oh, I'm still. I didn't even know they were in Geneva. Yeah, they are, and so I've been part of them for a good couple of years, and um, so I, I'd be like working in Leeds, and then on a Thursday, driving an hour and a half to Manchester Airport, catching a plane to Geneva, and then spending the weekend there, and I got out a flat there as well. So it's kind of like doing church in Switzerland for two or three days, and then coming back to the UK to work. And, and that was a huge adjustment because suddenly, you know, you know, it's like if, you, if you're living in the same city and you get home, you think, oh, man, I should have brought bed, bread and oh, it's such an effort. I can't be bothered going out, you know, up the road to, to the supermarket or whatever. And, and, and when you when you get used to traveling internationally every single week to commute and to go to church, you know, it shifts your thinking, it shifts your perception. And I think that was definitely a prelude to opening the horizons of what's happened with Crosscut because I, I wonder whether I would have been so open to it or whether I would have been able to understand whether it's possible or not to, you know um if it hadn't been for that kind of prelude and because I'm I, I'm kind of still part of Planet Chicken Geneva and I'm part of a great church locally as well it's, it's all pretty phenomenal um, and you know kind of um just the way that God kind of breaks down those barriers and, and shifts you what's possible it's it's different and, and I think it's something that's definitely been possible because of technology and, and all of that and, and and I think it's going to be really fascinating to see the impact of all of this on church for the next decade 20 years 30 years uh, I, I think it's going to be phenomenal what, what it's kind of released actually I'm so excited about that that's incredible I can't believe that you were going international every week I know I know that Europe it, UK area. I know that's different to Australia because we're just one big blob of continent. Yes. Um, beautiful, but still like, but, but it's still like mind blowing for me. It's yeah, incredible. Um, how did your story lead you to this point? Because you've alluded to it a little bit. Um, yeah, and only as much as you're comfortable or what you want to share. Yeah. Um, but you you talked a little bit like about your background in healthcare which at yeah. the moment is just like, I, I, feel, I feel like we could do a whole episode just saying, how have you coped and coped? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's that, but you've also talked a bit about um, like, well, clearly music is part of your life and yeah. <clears throat> music process and how it becomes more about God than you. So can you tell me, yeah. like, how did you get to this point? You know, up until the point when I went back into secular work, um, because I've been a Christian for 12 years and I've been completely full on in church, you eventually almost have a, a them and them and us mentality yes. where oh, yeah. full on full time in church and um, and to the point where I I got to the point in 2002 or 2003 that I didn't even know how to hold a conversation with someone who wasn't a Christian you know uh, and so when I went back into full time work there was a real breaking of that and, and really understanding life in the world around us and you know, I might come from a bit of a broken process, not as though I'm not conscious of hurt and pain, etc. But actually, you could be so shielded as a result of that, that you lose touch of what's happening around you. And, and I think actually, um, what big lessons that I've learned is, is that we have these arbitrary separation of that's church, and this is work, and then this is my family life, and then this is the time that I have with my friends. And, and I think what's been really amazing, especially this last two years, three years, um, and a lot of that has been my experience with Planet Shakers in Geneva and, you know, the real kind of just always constantly pushing you towards the things of God, you know, phenomenal. Um, that actually 
when I think about work, I shouldn't be thinking that it's work. I think it should be where God has placed me. When I think about music, I'm not so much thinking of it as a ministry as I'm thinking of it as an expression of my my life. And, you know, so when people ask me, what what did you do at the weekend? I'll tell them exactly what I did at the weekend and, you know, all in, you know. And, and I think actually, well, where do I get the capacity to work full time? Like today I was in before eight o'clock and I got home just at eight. So it's like a 12 hour a day. Um, and then, and then straight into here. Me. And then I'm talking to you, which is, I've, I've saved my You're energy. So no, I've, I've saved my best for this. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, it's actually, it's, an, it's, it's a false separation between work and church and prayer and music and Bible study, whatever. Actually, no, what we're doing is, you know, we got saved and now we're living for Jesus and we express that 24 hours a day. And whether I'm at work or whether I'm meeting with my friends or family or whether I'm Zoom prayer meeting as I do every morning with my local church. And, um, you know, it's it's all part of our expression of, of living for God. And so when it comes to things such as Crosscut Collective, it's not so much that it's like what we've done is set up a whole new organization or thing or entity or whatever. No, it's not that. It's, it's an overflow of how we're living for God. That's what it is. You know, we can wrap whatever we want around it, but it's, 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 at its simplest, it's an expression, another expression of living for Jesus. And, you know, I woke up this morning and I felt God called me to read a scripture verse from Mark um, 14. And it was to do, I've actually got here just in case I forgot the verse, but I, I actually remembered it. It was um, the widow's offering where, um, you know, this, yeah, I, I love that because here's this widow where she takes her alabaster, you know, vial of the most expensive perfume that could have done so much good, you know, but what she does is she pours it over Jesus' head and, 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 and that's an expression of love or whatever. Um, and, and I think that is phenomenal because actually, you know, did she have a ministry of alabaster and ointment? I don't think she did. I think what she had was an overflow of love and where her value and her attention was. And I think, um, and, and Jesus said, you know, about this, that actually, do you know what? This woman is going to be talked to for generations to come. Jesus actually says that. And there's a reason he says that. So I would say for Crosscut Collective, you know, it, it's an overflow of, of an expression of love and, and, and dedication to Jesus. And, you know, the songs that are being written are expressions of that. You know, it's not an industry or anything like that. It, it's, it's an overflow. And, and, and I'm really excited about that. And so, you know, how we, how we balance that with, um, with day-to-day work in healthcare, it's, it's the same question. Well, how on earth do you manage reading your Bible and going to work? How do you manage praying to God and going to work? How do you manage praying melodically to God and going to work? Well, we do that. We're called to do that. We're called to live. And so cross-cut is an expression of that.
hope that makes sense. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yes. I loved that. I love how you talk about, you didn't use words like compartmentalize, but how we, how we yeah. in Western culture, we divide things up. Um, yeah. And when we give ourselves permission to stop, stop seeing it like that, it's yeah. beautiful and amazing how God just transcends it. Um, yeah. And that's really cool. So I definitely appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. Well, do you know one of the lessons that, I, that God really taught me on that? It was a really practical lesson. Is what, When I first started going to Geneva um, back in, I think it was April 2018, I'd just gone through a really tough time actually with changing kind of career, not careers, but where I was working and, and the business I was involved in. And, um, and got, got involved with Planet Shakers in Geneva. And, and I was, God was just really reinvigorating me and refreshing me. Um, but life was utterly compartmentalized, as you can imagine. Church in Geneva, you know, then I have this plain thing that happens in the middle. Then I have work. And, um, <clears throat> and, and God really challenged me on the consistency of my Christian living. So, for example, I drive to Manchester one week at Manchester Security. I'm sorry, but those shoes you have to take off and put through the scanner. Oh, that's fine. What? The following week. Yeah, and then the following week, no, you have to keep them on. And then the following week, no, you have to take them off. And I got to the point where I said, right, so what is it this week? Do I keep them on or keep them off? And I caught myself having an attitude problem. And, and I thought to myself, oh, man, oh, man, that's an attitude, you know, because that person in front of me might need saving. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm shining a light. And whether I'm at church on a Sunday or at work or on a flight or in an airport, which pushes everyone's buttons, we're actually still called to live the character and the nature of God. And so God really began to challenge me on that. And I remember actually a few years ago when we went to Melbourne for a Planet Shakers conference, and it was a year my youngest son got saved actually. Um, we were connecting in Dubai and, and I was so tired. And when I get tired, I get a bit grumpy. And, and I, I, I don't know what happened, but the lady checking me onto the next flight obviously said something. And without realizing it, my response obviously was a bit more sharper and ruder than I planned. And my daughter turns around and she goes, Dad. And I'm thinking, what? And she goes, Dad. I'm thinking, Oh man. <laughs> so I looked at Lily and said, I said, I am so sorry. I didn't mean that to come out. And I ended up having a great banter with her and whatever. But actually, if, if my daughter hadn't said that, yeah. that's, it would have froze that. And so actually, the breaking down of how we compartmentalize, you know, the, the consistency of our love for God, the consistency of the overflow of our Christian living. And, and, and I don't mean works and trying to achieve standards. I mean, actually, what's actually in our heart needs to be consistent. You know, our heart at church on Sunday needs to be the same heart going through airport security when you haven't slept for 24 hours. It needs to be the same heart when you're at work and half my staff are phoned in sick and I'm thinking, I don't know how to run the service today. It's the same heart. It's the, you know, it's the same nature and character. And so God really taught me to begin to kind of let go of all, all these things that we try and control. And, and, and I think that's when it becomes a, a walk of faith, that you don't always see what's in, uh, next or what, what is two steps or three steps or ten steps ahead. You've got to walk it, and you've got to walk it in the, in the nature and character of Christ. And so for Cross Cut Collective, so much of it it's, hasn't been up front, like the whole revelation and vision and whatever's been up front. It's been a walking through the progress, through the process, and it's organically taken life. Uh, and, and I think 
that's that's really exciting for me. <laughs> no, that's I get that, and I was convicted too. <laughs> <laughs> in an airport after 24 hours like, oh. yeah <laughs> one day when i'm back in an airport totally get it <laughs> um i wanted to ask you quickly about the album that you're working towards i think mm. here. um can you tell me a little bit about what you have in place for that what your hopes are for it and what yeah. people can expect when it does come out yeah, so um, so we, we have an album coming out next April, um, 10 songs. Um, six of the songs are by independent um, singers, so featuring um, six independent singers. Um, four are signed artists with, um, you know, or companies like Integrity and Centrica and that, um, that sort of thing. And I, I really love that because every, they're all different. And, and, and I think one feeds off the other, one supports the other, one blesses the other. Yes. And, and I'm really excited about that. Um, and so we, we have, um, we, we've released Earth, um, there's a new song coming out this week, God, You Are My God, so You Are My God, I should say, starts off God as you, God, You Are My God, um, but You Are My God, um, there's another single coming out, um, I Surrender in, um, January, and then, um, um, Disarmed, um, in February, uh, it's a key line there, you know, you disarm with love, which is exactly what Jesus does. Uh, and then leading up to then the full album of 10 songs and all of these will amalgamate into that. And, um, you know, so in terms of what we want to achieve with that, you know, again, it's a great, it's a great question because I, I think it goes back to the alabaster jar. You know, what, what I personally want to achieve out of it is that it, it honors God that you know it makes him smile (laughs) that you know that when he that when the songs are heard that actually it's a genuine reflection of what's in the heart of those that wrote the song and that are singing the song and that produced the song that it's literally an overflow of of who we are in christ um if if i was to tell you from an ambition point of view what i would love um you know then my heart would be that people would come to know Christ through the songs, that people would be drawn closer to God as a result of that. And I guess every you know artist and songwriter says that, um, but I think it just speaks to God's creativity that, that there can be as many artists as there are and, and as many ways expressing as there are, that we don't have to limit that. We can, we can just go all out, you know, broaden that. And so I'm, I'm really excited for, for the album. And, um, and, and, and not not from the perspective of what we're trying to manufacture or achieve, but actually because of, of what it is, which is, it's an overflow, isn't it? You know, You Are My God, which is the song that comes out Friday. I mean, I love that song. You know, my, my daughter, um, she's um, just started Bethel School of Ministry this year. And yeah. <laughs> and um, so she actually sent through um, a video she had to do an addition to join the worship team there or to join the, the, the whatever it is they do around music. And she did two songs. The first one was a song that I think they do, plus they had to do a secular song. Um, but um, she actually originally sung this song, You Are My God. <laughs> and um, and then she ended up changing it. And she's, oh, Dad, I almost made a mistake because, you know, I did you as my, You Are My God as the addition song. But then I suddenly realized, oh, wait a minute, you haven't released it yet. Am I allowed to sing it? <laughs> and, um, and what I loved about that was the reason why she chose that song, because she really connected with it in her relationship. And she's 18, but she connected with that song in her relationship with God. So she just naturally chose that song. And at the last minute thinking, 
oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I think for me, you know, it, it would be so awesome to, to, over time to hear testimonies of, of people who have come to know Christ through, through music. You know, I think music is a very valid way of preaching the gospel. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm often asked what, what I do and I share what I do. And, and, you know, one of my managers, he's always listening to the music. He said, right, what have you done this time? You know, and I, I, listen, I let him listen to it and he listens to it and he critiques it. And, you know, and he's, he's not a Christian, but he's engaged with it. And so through music, he's hearing the gospel. The earth is yours, God. You know, it, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. have any artist contribute to the Crosscut Collective, and this doesn't have to be, uh, please don't feel awkward like it's a marketing ploy. I'm just curious. Who would you, yeah. would you be really excited to contribute to a song, living or dead? Oh, gosh. Um, I think, um, are we talking Christian? Oh, I think you have to be talking Christian. <laughs> it's a Christian Why song. Not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> It works. Um, do you know, I I think I would I would love, um, you know, the the music pastor from Planet Shakers, Geoff Hunt, um, just because do you know, I, I mean, even when my son got saved a few years ago, at Planet Shakers, and, and and there was a song that came out called um, My Reason, and and he wrote it out of an experience of being diagnosed with cancer, and and he was on a plane, and he got the melody. And the whole song is, I don't need another reason to love you. You know, I don't need another reason. You're enough. You know, don't have to, it doesn't have to be about healing or miracles or whatever. It's what you've done already, Jesus, is enough. That I, I don't need any other reason to love you and to worship you and praise you. And, and, and I love that because it kind of made me feel I know his heart more. And, um, and, and I think that's the connection, isn't it? <laughs> so for me, it's, uh, yeah, job fun. Awesome. Good choice. I... I haven't met Joss, but I know that because they were originally, when Planet Shakers started, they were in Adelaide in South Australia and they planted in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I know, I know people who know Joss. And when I, was, when I was a teenager, he was part of the original Planet Shakers band because I loved yeah. Planet Shakers when I was growing yeah. up. Um, and so I recognise that. That's really, really cool. I'd love to hear that collaboration. Where okay. are you based? Uh, I'm, so I'm based in it's Geelong now, which is about an hour from Melbourne. Oh, Geelong, yes, I know yes, Geelong. Yes, but there is uh, our Planet Shakers Church 
based in Geelong. Yeah. So <laughs> that happens. Yeah. It's a, when you said Planet Shakers, all the connectors yeah. um, in Australia, it's like, a, oh, so that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. I did health consultancy actually um, in Altona North. Oh, which my is, gosh. Uh, yeah, oh, no. I know. That's awesome. Yeah, um, so I, I, I've been to Melbourne loads of times now, but yeah, I did some health consultancy there. And um, actually, do you know when you were talking about Australia being one big blob? Um, <laughs> during that time, I did health consultancy. I, I was based in um, Altona North for about five or six weeks, and um, and I was invited to go over to Perth to do a presentation to the primary care networks, uh, and we did it as a day trip. And so we got up. I know it was the longest day I've ever experienced. (laughs) So we got up really, really early. It was brutal. And we did, you know, four or five hours and we got picked up at the airport, literally got off the airport, got taken to the primary care at the head office or whatever, did a presentation. And what made me laugh so much about that was, um, you know, there was this big room with all these people. And at the very end was a huge big TV screen, which was my presentation. And I hadn't quite cottoned on and all of the other screens around it until to, till the end when I opened it up to questions. And suddenly they all started moving. <laughs> and of course, people had actually dialed in from like northern, you know, Australia, you know, from other states, literally. <laughs> <laughs> thinking this is what this is mad and then after that we went out for a late dinner or late lunch I should say and then we caught like a five o'clock flight back to Melbourne got back at midnight or something crazy like that it was a long day I'm the <laughs> they decided to set that in Perth not because Perth isn't awesome but because of all places in Australia why would you not <laughs> anyway that's the point that's a great story um what is your favorite not including Planet Shakers. What is your favorite? Oh man, right. What is your favorite worship artist band? Um. Oh man, I um. Who is my favorite worship band? That's not Planet Shakers. Um. You know, my favorite album that I'm listening to at the moment is one called Revere um, by Integrity. Where what they've done is they've got all these amazing artists, but they're not allowed to sing their own songs. They've got to sing someone else's. That's so funny. Yeah, and it came out just, uh, I think it must have come out a month or two ago, um, and uh, and I absolutely love it, And because the songs are just, it's maybe a slightly more, um, no, no, is it old-fashioned? I don't think it is old-fashioned, I think it's, 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 it's more kind of, not, not like, in terms of, I'm so used to Planet Shakers, is, is you know, <laughs> it's on the radical end, yeah, so, um, so I love that. There's another song artist that I, I really love, but I don't know whether he's well known in, uh, in America or, Stro- or Australia. But he's called Don Potter, and um, and you know very much a, kind of like an indie artist. Um, you know, a bit more folksy. Um, did some great songs. Um, you know, uh, and there was one that says, you know, time to get real about Jesus was one one of the songs that he wrote, and I absolutely loved it because the energy and the passion and drive in it. So. Yeah, I, I, I think um, yeah, I think Don Potter I'll absolutely love because I, I just love the, the heart of the music. It's just so raw and, and rough and ready and beautiful. And um, but then I also quite like some of the stuff that Integrity brought out recently, like Revere. I just absolutely love the album, you know. And I always think that's the thing, you know. I'm listening to music, but if I catch myself we're automatically worshiping, like you know, you go on autopilot, and I suddenly find myself just really worshiping God and thinking. Well, that's definitely working. <laughs> you know, it's, 
Both of those are great answers. I'll have to look into them. They sound really good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, if you could go back to the start of this year, right yeah. before everything happened, and before Crosscut Collective was sort of really yeah. started to form, mm. what would you say to yourself knowing what you know now? Um, what would I say to myself? Oh, Lordy. Um, no pressure. Uh, I think, because um, I actually, well, I had gone through quite a, a tough time towards the end of last year and, and some health issues as well. And so January was really kind of like, um, you know, the valley, you know, the kind of David fleeing Saul and, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of the really kind of Sam's, you know, heart kind of struggling stuff. And, um, I, I, I think, you know, if, if I was to kind of go back and talk to myself, I, I would definitely say just let go, you know, because actually the, the pain is in holding on to stuff that you don't need to hold on to or holding on to ideas and dreams, you know, or uh, dreams are great, by the way, but, you know, there's stuff that we hold on to that we need to let go of. And, and it's the holding on that hurts that causes a rip. And, and in actual fact, I think for me, that the le- a big lesson this year is, is been in the letting go and and that that's actually all right that my identity is in the letting go and allowing myself to be me allowing God to do what he wants to do in my life and you know and I think this is much about what we use to define who we are actually you know it's so easy to allow ourselves to be defined by what we do and 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 our achievements or whatever but it's not not by a mile and you know and I think certainly with the lockdown, you know, I was lucky in as much as I got to leave my house to go to work because I work in healthcare, but for most people, they didn't. But so much of the downtime has been in getting closer to God and, and reading his word. And and there's been an awful lot that God has brought to my life to let go of and to allow him to reframe. And and, and I think that's that for me, it's that, that's been a, a huge lesson, you know. So if I was to go back to myself, at the beginning of the year, what I would say actually is, you know, when it comes to having a vision is be careful what you allow to become a vision because we can sometimes create pictures or ideas and there's nothing wrong with that. It's amazing, right? But sometimes we can create expectations that aren't always married up to what may God want to do. And, and it's not that they're horrendously wrong or evil, or whatever, but it's just that sometimes we're just not ready to be, to know everything up front. Sometimes God just likes to surprise us. Sometimes if we actually had a choice, knowing what God was going to take us through, we think, I'm out of here. You know, <laughs> check, please. <laughs> Table I'm five. exactly the same. I totally <laughs> so, you know, and, and the, I think the hard, one of the hardest things about walking in faith is the not knowing and to get absolutely comfortable and at peace and joyful in the not knowing and that that is a safer place as the highest point when I was living in Geneva where I had a flat in the old town, a mountain was just half an hour away and an amazing social life, best ever, that actually there's no difference. Geographically there obviously is, but in who I am in Christ, there's no difference. It's just that when everything's stripped away, you then find out how how um, resilient you truly are in Christ. And, and that's the bit where you're, uh, you know, I think, you know, go back to January, let go. You know, trust, oh, trust, yeah. trust the faith journey. Trust the faith journey. I'm laying down my 
I just really love Mev's ambition and his courage. The fact that he went, I have these songs that I want to write and I know other people have them too and I'm just going to make it happen. Crosscut Collective is such a passion project. It's full of conviction, full of like the belief that everyone has something to offer and to bring to the table in a world filled with so many worship bands. And I love that. I think it's really exciting how each song is giving us a new style and a new artist. And I fully back that. So thank you, Mev, for your leadership and your creativity and your courage. I'm so excited to hear the album The Way when it comes out in April. And don't worry about that, guys. We will definitely promo that and everything on our social media so you will know when it comes out. If you would like to connect with Crosscut Collective, find them on social media at Crosscut Collective. You'll also find them online at crosscutcollective.com. Now, all the singles that you heard on today's show are available to stream and buy on Spotify and all your good music places. Their latest song to sound by Love is definitely available now it's the one that they're promoing so have a listen to it add it to your playlist and enjoy on that note if there were any singles that you heard in today's show that you really loved you'll find their names in the show notes make sure you head over to the social media of crosscut collective uh, because they will actually link you to the individual artists that are part of each of those songs if there's someone that you love or that you're really curious about their sound go and give them a follow and follow their careers there's some really cool emerging artists in christian music and in worship and it excites me that we're getting such high quality music now um, from really independent projects i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you have any thoughts about it or any questions please drop us a line we are at between you me pod on social media you can also find us on the web at between you and me pod.com my name is jess morris and my instagram handle is jessica k morris just in case you want to follow that as well now if you enjoyed today's episode i ask this every week i'm gonna ask it again would you please go and make sure that you've pressed subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and given us a rating We love sharing stories of artists who have made it as such, quote unquote, and artists who are upcoming, people with stories to tell, with passion to share, people who really deserve a platform, um, and we would love you to help us amplify that. So please give us a star rating, and if you have a friend who you think would love to find out more about Crosscut Collective, then go and send this episode their way. Thank you so much in advance. That is all for this week, and we are still in the midst of our Better Together series, which I love. What's cool about Mev and the Crosscut Collective is that they show that we actually don't have to physically be in the same place to be together, to join together in unity. And I think that's really powerful. We've had to learn that, especially while we are going through a global pandemic, and I think it's something honestly, that I think the church can learn from. Um, And I love that we are producing beautiful art through that. It's a different take on Better Together, but I think it's a really valuable one. So thank you so much for Mev. That is all I have for you today, friends. I will see you next week. We are still in our Better Together series, but this time we are speaking to a member of Remedy Drive, David Zuck. He is a certified rock star, a really good dude, and an abolitionist. We are going to be speaking about what it means to look beyond ourselves and to create music that actually reflects the human dignity of other people and that overcomes religious nationalism. It's a great conversation. Okay, I will see you next week, friends. Here's to hope. You can't keep going out of way like this Running from your life when you're meant to live Gotta keep on
lost my granddad in 07, still trying to cope to this day. I was wondering if you went to heaven, yeah, there ain't nothing I could change. I spent late nights, I was scared to die. I ain't wanna see the grave. I was playing games with my heartbeat instead of slowing down just to pray. You been reaching for the hand you thought you never grab. But Jesus brings the hope you thought you never have. Yeah. Tired of living in a nightmare, Lord, I just wanna hear you. Run around this same circle, don't make me feel brand new. You gotta know. It ain't over cause you gotta hand a hole Let his peace come rushing through your soul Too many reasons for you just to let go There's hope You can't keep going at a rate like this Running from your life when you're meant to live Gotta keep on breathing, yeah It's too many reasons No, you can't keep going at a rate like this We lost C-Dub and lost Lil' J to these streets, bruh Got family members on lockdown I still pray to God to release them Put my hope in the Father All these problems just pushing me harder When I feel like I'm ready to fall out Hit my knees and start crying my heart out Yeah, shootouts on the corner Daddy got corona trauma singing us to sleep Yeah, God ain't raising quitter This is not the end and we will never be defeated No, you don't have to fight these battles on your own God is in control You gotta know It ain't over cause you gotta handle Peace come rushing through your soul Too many reasons for you just to let go There's hope 